You are listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Rural Voices, the Rural Youth Europe podcast. Hello and welcome back to Rural Voices, the Rural Youth Europe podcast. I'm so excited that we have finally got an episode covering a physical Rural Youth Europe rally. We started this podcast in 2020, but this is the first time that we get to do it. Last year, Slovenia did an incredible job hosting an online rally for the first time ever in Rural Youth Europe's history. You would have hopefully heard all about it in series two. But in this episode, we're talking all things European Rally 2022 in Germany. You're going to hear from so many different voices, different accents. I've been talking to participants, to the prep team, board members, and hopefully in this episode, you will get a flavour of what it's like to attend a European Rally. Because so many people say it's so hard to explain what it's like when you're there, but it's one of the best things that you'll ever do. So let's get started and kick things off with a few sound bites from the speeches at the all-important opening ceremony. It's extra special to welcome you here today, and as it has been three long years since we were able to come together physically for a European rally. The last time was in August 2019 in England. As you know, the topic of this week's event is sustainability, and never has there been a more important time than now to discuss this. I encourage you to share your experiences, knowledge and opinions and take time to listen to those around you, to challenge and be challenged and to make a commitment to implement sustainable measures in all areas of your life. You have an opportunity to learn a lot this week and to take that back to your rural areas and communities and I encourage you to do that and play a part in creating a better, brighter picture for those coming after us. Europe needs the vision, engagement and participation of young people to build a better future, a better future that is greener, more inclusive and digital. The European Union is striving to give young people more and better opportunities to shape Europe's future. Young people can provide inspiration to grasp opportunities for a stronger, more resilient and more prosperous rural areas. We would like to take this opportunity to congratulate the RAI, uh, the Rural Youth Europe, uh, for its anniversary. Um, thank you for 65 years of breaking boundaries and building bridges. Not everyone knows what this is. That's the, the bell for the rally. We have to ring the bell to start the rally and Julia from our prep team brought it some months ago with a train to Germany and now it's here and we can ring to start the rally. You are listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Rural Voices. The Rural Youth Europe podcast. Class and Dorothy, the chairman and chairwoman of this year's rally, we're finally here in Germany after all the preparation. Dorothy, how does it feel to finally be here? Oh, it's uh, amazing to be here because we had a lot of uh, weeks before for planning all this for this week and now the week starts. So, oh. There is so much uh, to do and yeah, I'm very excited to see what's happening now. Yeah, and class, we, we actually know each other pretty well from the rally in England. I was on the prep team and I was actually the German team's buddy. So we got to know each other very well. Um, how is it now being 
on the other side, being part of the prep team rather than a participant? Uh, completely different, I, I would say. Um, I like usually the rally very, very, very much, but uh, somehow I'm, yeah, um, like tired. <laughs> yeah, I know the feeling. Uh, but uh, we did good preparations for this week. Uh, and I think hopefully we will like earn the fruits now. Absolutely. And I mean, Dorothy, c can you tell me a little bit more about the theme of this year's rally? We heard a bit during the opening ceremony, but what is the theme of this year's rally? Um, I think the main thing is uh, we say it's suitability. And um, we want to make something for the future. So there's something we, there's, it's a topic what we have a lot of times before everyone in their own hometown or home village and everything. And we want to make a, um, a building for everyone together what we want to do and what's, what we can do. So that's, I think, the most important thing to make some difference uh, for the future. And of course, um, we, we, we will be working on dialogue on sustainability as well. So how to get in touch with others about the topic. And why this year in particular did you think, okay, we need to concentrate on this topic? Um, I think it's we really, really need to have a change in the people's minds. Um, and therefore we, were, uh, we have been choosing this uh, topic. And yeah, we would try to encourage the people to critically reflect themselves. And um, yeah, so that in the end, hopefully we will see, um, yeah, we will have this change. Exactly. And Dorothy, tell me about this incredible venue. Where is the rally being hosted this year? Um, yeah, we have everything on one place. So we have where we sleep, where we have our dinner, lunch, breakfast, and all the sessions on one big place. So we don't have to go very long way. So that's very, very good because you can go from the party very quick to your bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That is exactly what we need. Um, talking of parties and that kind of thing, as well as sessions on sustainability, what are those other things that the participants are likely to expect this week? You've got a packed program. Yeah, there will be very, very funny things, I think. Uh, so we, um, after uh, the opening ceremony, which we just had, uh, we will uh, talk about, we will have like international sustainable buffet. So all the participants bring like food and drinks from their homes. And uh, yeah, so that you can go around and try everything. Yes, Rural Youth Europe is famous for its international buffet. I'm fully, fully obsessed with it. Yes. Um, what kind of German traditions are we seeing this week? You know, what makes this week the German rally? So we will have like uh, traditional dancing on uh, Thursday. Um, the participants will having a host family stay so that they will see maybe some aspects of normal German life. But I think there will also be cool stuff and fu funny stuff and lots of fun. And finally, what is your advice to the participants to make the most out of the week? And anyone listening to this who will attend a rally in the future, you know, what is your advice to a participant approaching a rally? Firstly, you, 
it would be good if you apply. So because the rally is, is really, really, really a good thing. And sometimes um, there are still um, you, the, the participant, the, the home organizations can send one more person. So feel free to apply. And um, if you are on the rally, uh, take your time and address problems directly so that uh, we can all have a good week. Well, yeah, I hope you both have a brilliant week. You've got a big prep team. You're obviously just the chairman and woman, but you're managing a big team. I hope you have an amazing week. It will be tiring. It will be exciting, but it will all be worth it. Um, I hope you have the best week. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, so Lindsay, talk to me about the International Buffet. I'm so excited. It's just the best night of rally. I know, it's day one and we're already hitting the ground running with the International Buffet on the first night. It's a really good way to get to know the other teams though and to get to taste a little bit of every country. Um, when was the last time you experienced a real Youth Europe International Buffet? Three years ago. Three whole years at the rally in England 2019. So for the people that are here that are doing it for the first time, what would be your advice to them? Like, where are you going first? What are like some highlights that you're already excited about? It's a big question, Dan. Well, as we're just standing here watching everybody getting their tables set up with the foods and drink, food and drink from their countries, I can see Ireland and they have got some Tito crisps, but I'm gonna say that you need to try the Northern Tito okay. and the Southern Tito. Yeah. make your mind up. I'm also looking straight at the finish table and at that like really salty licorice. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big fan of that, but it's Emma, definitely worth trying. Emma told me earlier that I needed to try things 10 times before I know I don't like it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe that's true, but <laughs> I'll watch your face while you try <laughs> 10 but, of those liquor, salty mm, licorice sweets. Um, okay, so I think we should have a little wander around and start trying some of this stuff. Let's start with the Estonian table, because I heard a rumor they have some Van Italen, and if you knew me, you know that's my favorite. Okay. Right, okay, so we are walking up to the Scottish table. Katie, tell me about the Scottish table, what have you got? Uh, what have we got here? We've got some oat cakes, shortbread, some seaweed crisps, some haggis and crack black pepper crisps, iron brew, Scottish gin and Scottish whiskey, of course. And no table is complete without some tonic treats, so there's some caramel wafers and some tea cakes there. Oh, yes, I live for those caramel wafers. We're just walking up to the German table here. I think there's something on the German table that everyone yes. rates very highly. Yeah, we are currently watching some of the prep team get involved with some sherbet shots. What's going on here? You just open the candy, put it in your mouth, and then you take a shot, and then you drink it, and then you just uh, shake your head so it gets pretty bubbly. Yeah, and it tastes good. <laughs> Great, well, Lindsay's gonna have a try now, if that's okay. Am I? <laughs> well, Dan, have you done the Tito taste test before? What do you mean? Like, try the Northern Tito and the Southern Tito. Oh, right, yeah. Couldn't taste much of a difference. <laughs> if only you could see people's faces on this podcast, Dan. Let's ask Matthew, he's appalled at your comment. Northern Tito's the best, by far. There's no comparison. It's just homemade. That's where it's from, it's the original. It's 
It's the best. Okay, so Lindsay, we're arguably coming up to the most important and the best table here. Well done, that's debatable. <laughs> well, we're walking up to the England table, which is obviously very much inside my comfort zone. And I'm seeing some scones with the cream and the jam the right way round. I'm very excited. I was just about to say, what way is the right way round? <laughs> Harry, Harry, over to you. Hi, hello. Um, yeah, so I'm from the same place as I'm from Devon. Uh, we have a lot of arguments between uh, us and the Cornish. Um, you could say fights sometimes, but here we go. We've got um, we've got scone, the clot of cream first, of course, and then the jam. That is the right way, and there's no there's no arguments about it really. None of the Cornish are here, so um, it's the Devonshire way, and that's the way the world's going to see it. That's the way Europe's going to see it. So um, I hope it grows from there. And um, tell us about the marmite as well, because lots of people have a lot to say about the marmite. So marmite's. Uh, well, it's a yeast extract. Um, it's a byproduct, I think, of making beer. And then it's um, their, their company's slogan is literally either you love it or you hate it. So that'll kind of give you the idea of what it is about. Team Austria, Team Austria, what have you got? That is really traditionally this apricot snaps. Um, it is made in Carinthia, I think, or in the near of Carinthia. And normally, so this snaps is really traditional because Every farmer had his own creation and something like that. But also another one which is really traditional is Gugdala. That it is mostly, I describe it as near to Jägermeister, but it is a little bit sweeter and has more herbs than it. <laughs> so you really like it. And it keeps the doctor away, my grandmother always said. <laughs> my highlight was uh, some drink from the Latvians and it was really, really nice. It was, it was very nice. It was quite strong. It was like a spicy berry drink. It's but like it, a wine. Yeah, it was, it was a bit like a wine, but it was spicy. And then I had one from some other people and I couldn't drink that. That had actual berries in it, which was horrible, but um, yeah. <laughs> highs and lows. Yeah, highs and lows, but um, yeah. it's great to be on the podcast. <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay, I'm hearing some yodeling. We need to record it immediately. You are listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Rural Voices. The Rural Youth Europe podcast. So I'm here with two participants from Team Finland. Do you want to start by introducing yourselves? My name is Emma and I'm from Finland. And my name is Isa and I'm also from Finland. And we've got something very exciting to say at the start of this. Now, I want to make it very clear. So basically, we were all at the rally in England in 2019, weren't we? I wasn't there. Oh, you're no, not? Emma I was in Scotland. There. You were in Scotland. Okay. But I've seen you at other yes, events as well. Also in Latvia. I was yeah. also in Latvia where I met you. Basically, we, we've seen each other loads of times at Rural Youth <laughs> Europe events. How many Rural Youth Europe events have you done? Uh, this is my fifth. This is your fifth? Yeah. And what about you, Isa? This is my fourth now. Okay. <laughs> and what was your favorite one? I think it was Scotland in 2018, the rally there. Mm. Yes, I would say Scotland because 
people I met you there. Exactly. But I just want to say 2019, I met my fiancé there. So True. I just want to say that. This is what I was going to say. <laughs> Could you believe it? In 2019, you met your fiancé, Philip, shout out if you're listening, from Sweden. And now you're going to get married and I want to officiate the wedding. Yes, you will do that. <laughs> I feel responsible. <laughs> um, so obviously you're here in Germany. How are you finding the week, Emma? It's been really interesting. Um, yes, it's been very good. I like the subject what we have. But right now it's way too warm. It's Yeah, it is pretty hot. We are currently sat outside in the shade. But so what has been your highlight of the week so far, Isa? That's a good question. Um, I'd like to get to know new people and seeing yeah. the people that I already met previous events, like you. Thank you. And <laughs> Um, well, for me, I really liked yesterday the like the excursion day. But we went to see three farms, which was really interesting. And well, I could find some similarities between Finland and Germany, so that was also really good. Nice. So, what kind of similarities did you see on the farms? Well, yeah, we uh, we went to see first uh, cherry and I think it was cherry and blueberries, blueberries farm and potatoes and potatoes and so. asparagus. That that was their main. <laughs> oh yeah, true. I just don't know how to say that word. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But yeah, with the blueberries, because we also like pick the blueberries up like in the Finland, in the forest. But we couldn't see actually the like the place where they grow them. No, but I think because they were like big blueberries. So they yeah, were the, the ones that uh, grow on the bushes and not in the forest. In the forest, I think, yeah, so. true. And it was interesting to see like that, uh, to hear that they have the harvesting time now, but we have it later in the fall because, well, the, uh, yeah. the weather in Finland it's, is way yeah. different. Totally different. <laughs> that is so interesting. Um, and we're at halfway point of the week. So what do you want to get out of the rest of the week? Oh, I want to... Well, we have the host families. Yeah. So I'm very excited with that. And I have no idea where we're going. So that's just like, I would like to know that. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. And Emma, you'll be staying for the GA. Yes, I'm really looking forward to that because that's my first GA. Like, I've never been there before. And finally, because I'm aware that a session is about to start. <laughs> I don't want I don't, to be late. <laughs> I don't want you to be late. Finnish people are very punctual, yes, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, okay, I don't want to affect that. Um, for those people listening to this who haven't been to a rally before, what are you saying to them to encourage them to apply? Why is the rally so great? I mean, I met my best friend and my fiancé at Royal Youth events, so please do that and get to know new people. We can't guarantee you will find your future <laughs> husband, but we hope that will be the case. Emma, what about you? Well, my tip is just to be open-minded and participate to everything you can. Like, that's the main point. Amazing. Thank you. You are listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Rural Voices, the Rural Youth Europe podcast. Some great advice there from Emma and Isa. And we just mentioned that they were just off to another session. Now, all week we have a packed programme of sessions and workshops, which this year all focus on the theme of dialogue and sustainability. A big part of our events are about non-formal education, which is basically a form of education which is all about participation and focused on the learners themselves, allowing you to learn and grow at your own pace and share knowledge with each other. Now, this year's workshops have included group discussion and debate, games, role play presentations, and it's really cool seeing everyone getting stuck in and mixing with each other. 
One main anxiety that participants sometimes have before attending a rally, especially if they're not a native English speaker, is speaking in English, because that is the common language that we use at all of our events. But it's really nice seeing everyone being super respectful about this and understanding that everyone's level of English is different. The native English speakers slowing down and a lot of the non-native English speakers will say that by the end of the week, their confidence in speaking English has grown so much. And it's one of the main things that they will take away from the week. Now, as well as these sessions and workshops, this week we have an excursion day where the participants will visit different farms and factories. And they also have a homestay where they will stay with a German family so that they can really immerse themselves in the German culture. Now, whilst the participants are on their homestays, we also hold the Rural Youth Europe General Assembly, which includes representatives from all of our member organisations. Here we discuss the future of the organisation and elect a new board. This year, our current chair, Lindsay Stewart, steps down, and at the end of the episode, you will hear me catching up with Lindsay to reflect on these two years as chair. But another really important thing that has happened at this year's GA is that we have confirmed the hosts for the rally in 2023 and 2024. Next year, we will be off to Austria and in 2024 to Estonia. So next, let's catch up with Team Austria and then Team Estonia. Okay, so here I am with Team Austria. We're on the last day of the rally. Can we start by you all introducing yourselves? Yeah, hi, I'm Lissy. I'm Ines. I'm Danny. And I'm Mario. And Mario, let's start with you. Um, what is your highlight of the week here in Germany? So I think the whole week was a highlight, to be honest, because I got so many friendships uh, like I have, I guess, for the rest of my life right now. So... Like basically really highlight was the friendships I made during the week. Nice. And I mean, you're representing your home organization, Landjugend in Austria. Danny, do you want to explain a little bit more about your organization? Yes, of course. So we are actually the second largest um, member of Rural Youth Europe. So the Landjugend Österreich, the Rural Youth Austria. We have about 90,000 members in Austria. And we are split into nine federal organizations, which have about 1,200 local groups. And have you held many roles within your organization? Um, I used to be um, in the federal, um, on the board of the federal organization uh, until last year. And now I'm in the international committee from the Rural Youth in Carinthia. Yes. Nice. And Inez, is there anything in particular that you've learned from the other organizations that you've been able to talk to and get to know more about this week? I found it really interesting that the five nations are so diverse, even though um, as I would say like as Central Europeans, we would see them maybe as one to two nations, but then um, they've got quite different, um, like from language to culture to just how they farm and also with their organizations. But still, they really enjoy um, spending time together and they're really friendly. And I didn't expect that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, Lizzie, this week has been such an opportunity to 
immerse ourselves in German culture. You went on the homestay. Um, how did you find that experience? Um, yeah, it was really, really different to uh, like only the farming thing, of course, um, to Austrian culture. But in um, the German culture is quite a little bit um, similar to the to the Austrian culture culture. But yeah, it was really nice to to see um, how they live and how they farm. Yeah, definitely. I totally forgot there that actually you guys are Austrians. There's a massive Austrian-German rivalry. You should hate the Germans, right? (laughs) (laughs) Is this (laughs) 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 okay? Um, Moving on, Um, we have a massive thing that has happened for Team Austria this week, haven't we? At the GA on Friday, you were awarded the opportunity to host the rally in 2023 so we're all going to Austria next year. Danny do you want to say a little bit about what we can expect next year? Of course so yeah we are really hyped and full that the European Rally 2023 we will come to Austria that we are able to host this huge event for the European rural um, youth so yes it will come to Austria probably from the 30th of July to the 6th of August so Sunday to Sunday um, and we will most likely focus on the um, topic of sustainability in context with food. Um, and yes, we are organizing it right now. We already started and yeah, we couldn't be more happy to host it in Austria. Exactly. And I mean, the whole point of this episode is to get an idea of what the rally is like, because often it's quite a hard one to explain. And there will be people listening to this that have never been to a Rural Youth Europe event before. And hopefully we will see them in Austria next year. Mario, for those people, what would you say to them to encourage them to apply next year? So if they like food, (laughs) as Danny said, then they should definitely come because uh, we really try to um, put the flashlight on the sustainable food. And as I mentioned before, all the friendships you build and also the other cultures you learn about. And for sure, we will have some mentors like from uh, different countries. They're going to join us and like show kind of their, um, their traditional foods and stuff. So yeah. Just go ahead, sign up and really go ahead and do it because you can learn like for all your, like for the whole life, you know, that's just experiences. That's just beautiful. Amazing. I couldn't put it better myself. Oh, I cannot wait for next year in Austria. Definitely something to look forward to. And you've already actually invited me to a post-rally Austrian spa weekend haven't you (laughs) so I won't be forgetting that oh thanks guys I hope you have an amazing final night here in Germany hello my name is Taylor Uh, I'm from Estonian Forage and hello from me I'm Birgit I'm also from Estonian Forage and we are both volunteering in there well welcome to the podcast you both mentioned that you're from Estonian 4H Birgit do you want to just explain what is Estonian 4H if you're going to sum it up in a few sentences like Estonian 4H we basically do different camps for kids our members are aged 7 to mostly 13, 14, 
And usually they leave after the high school or the, when they have to move for high school. But we still keep some older ones for volunteering and sharing the experience. Yeah, amazing. And obviously we're here with loads of different organisations. We're all quite similar in some ways, but in other ways, totally different. Taylor, has there been anything from someone that you've met this week from a different organisation that you've learned about their organisation and found interesting? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I've learned a lot, actually, because uh, it's uh, really nice to hear about uh, the other organisations because we're, we are actually, uh, in some points, very different. And uh, we, ha- we all have some very good practices that uh, we can like uh, bring back to home and I think that's great. Is there anything in particular that that you've learned that you want to take away from this week? Well, I like that uh, for a, for example at when 4 h they can keep the volunteers for longer and youngsters and that's the thing we have to take home with us. It's important to not just have the small kids from rural areas, but also have a voice from the a bit older ones. It, it's really nice that, uh, for example, England, uh, they have young farmers and it's uh, meant for like uh, more uh, grown up uh, youngsters. And uh, I, I do feel that we should have it in Estonia too, yeah. because uh, we like uh, do some activities uh, uh, for children mostly, but uh, the youngsters who actually need the activities, that kind of activities, don't have the opportunity. Uh, so yeah, it's my like. I really hope we're we're gonna make it one day. There really is a vast age difference, isn't there? In our, yeah, yeah, our it is, and uh, that's why it's difficult. Yeah. Um, talking about the rally this week here in Germany, um, Birgit, do you have? A highlight of the week? What stood out to you? Well, it's so hard to pick only one thing, like uh, meeting all the new persons, having interesting discussions, uh, sharing experience. I think it's all there. But in a way, our highlight is that that we are going to host the rally 2024. Yes. And we are already like putting some things behind like into our mind that we have to keep in mind so yeah it is official if you're listening to this thinking i'd love to go to a rally in the next year or two and in estonia yeah and you want to go to estonia then 2024 is the year you want to go and and taylor this was officially approved at the general assembly which was held this week birgit was there but you were actually on your homestay weren't you yeah how was that uh, I just wanted to say that I think my one of my highlights was uh, staying in host families yeah. because it was really, really nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And do you want to explain a little bit more about what a homestay is for some people that might not know? Like you're literally staying in someone's house. <laughs> yeah, 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 we were. And uh, we had like pizza night and then uh, we had a really nice farm tour with a tractor and a party wagon so party <laughs> was, wagon tell yeah me more. behind the tractor what makes it a party wagon it's like it has like big tables and everything and you can sit uh, in there and just relax <laughs> 
And it was really, really nice, actually. Yeah. Nice. And obviously, we're in Germany. Is there anything this week that you've learned about German culture that you didn't know before? I knew that they are always eating bread, but like it's. <laughs> We are not used with the breakfast. Yeah, yeah, it's we're so really struggling bread. with that. <laughs> no, it's not bad, but it's just we are not used to that. Oh, I'm here for the bread. I'm really enjoying it. For us, it's yeah, a little bit difficult, but <laughs> yeah, we can make it. Yeah, we'll we'll make it together. Eating all the bread, it'll be all right. Um, oh, thank you both of you for stopping and chatting. Hopefully, the podcast will still be going in 2024, and we can have another chat just like this on the podcast in Estonia. Of course, and you're invited anyway. Yeah, I'll be there in Estonia, regardless. Yes. Brilliant. Well, I hope you both have an amazing final day here in Germany. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so Martin, we are here at the last final day of Rally 2022. How do you feel? I feel quite happy, a little bit sad as well, because it will come to an end. A little bit exhausted. <laughs> Because <laughs> that have been some very intense days um, for the prep team, for the participants, I think for everyone, but intense in a good way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, all week we have had so many different sessions every evening, lots of activities with lots of cultural exchange. What is one of your highlights? The highlights, I think, even though I wasn't part of it, um, just seeing the pictures on the groups and um, hearing what the participants said, I think the um, excursion day was like amazing. And even we got a little taste from blueberries and stuff because they were brought to us here on the venue. Yeah, they were good. I mean, obviously, we've been talking about sustainability all week. And you are running this session, which is running right now, so we can't be too long. Um, can you tell me a bit about what the participants are doing today in this final session to wrap things up at the end of the week? Right. Um, yeah, we started just with a recap from the day before. And uh, now they are trying, the participants should try to link a little bit about the dialogue part we had in the beginning of the week where we talked about good advices and practices on dialogue on communication and uh, then on the second part of the week it was all about sustainability um, they've heard about sustainable practices from companies businesses and um, also they brought as a homework sustainable practices from their own local communities mm -hmm. And um, yeah, now they should try to link them up and um, see a little bit how we could make the world better with just, yeah, um, getting into dialogue with um, all other people that um, need some improvement or, or could implement some improvement to uh, live in a more sustainable world. Yeah, and we will be hearing some clips from some of those presentations in a minute in the episode. Um, it will be really interesting to see how everyone is wrapping up what they've learned. Um, but before you go, Martin, this must be quite a surreal feeling for you because you're you're obviously on the prep team for the rally but you have also been our group two representative for Central Europe on the board. Yesterday we had the GA. You've now finished your time on the board. What better place is there for your send-off at your home rally in Germany, which I know you've worked so hard for, you know, to help put together. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, I, I can't describe the feeling, actually. Um, 
yeah, it, it, it all come to, came together now. And I'm so happy that this week also run through so smoothly. Um, it's really satisfying to see this a little bit. And I also am thankful so much for Rural Youth Europe, for all the teammates here on the prep team. Um, we've all done such a great job and um, yeah, I'm just happy about it. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Martin. I mean, I've only been to three rallies, but I've heard a lot about a lot of them. And I honestly think this is probably one of the best ever. So well done to you. Well done to the prep team. So let's hear a few clips from some of these final presentations during this final session of Rally 2022. Consume and buy local. Less food bio. Less waste. Easy to consume. We think that sustainable, it's sustainable for both farmers and also customers. Did ours on sustainable tree planting with the slogan let the earth breathe, which is uh, to do with taking the carbon dioxide out of the uh, atmosphere and producing more oxygen for us to breathe and for the earth to live on. <laughs> so in Austria, we have a project that's called the Heimkaufegein, which can be translated with I shop locally, and it's a project, project to support local businesses and local farms. Our slogan is in Latvian because we really like the idea, so we kind of will bring it to organ or in our organization. So it's about you give and uh, get back something. It's completely for free. And we decided to give, to create these switch shops for kids in our events that they could uh, give some of the old things for uh, some place and they can choose something new for other uh, kids. So at the moment, we have a sort of lack of renewable energy in Ireland. So this presentation is going to look at how microbes can power the way. So I suppose during the week, I've seen a lot of uh, biogas plants. I think they could be an option for definitely part of the energy solution in Ireland. You are listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Rural Voices, the Rural Youth Europe podcast. Okay, so Lindsay, this is the first time that I'm not referring to you as Madam Chairman. You are no longer Chairman of Rural Youth Europe. We had the General Assembly yesterday where you ended your two year stint as our Chairman. How are you feeling? It hasn't really sunk in yet, to be honest. Like, we've just been so busy preparing for the GI and getting everything ready for rally. Um, now it's just hard to believe that it's all over and we're about to head into the closing ceremony of the European rally this week and head home tomorrow. So, yeah, maybe when I get home on Monday and have less meetings in my diary for the week and less things to do, it'll sort of sink in a wee bit. Yeah, you're going to have quite a lot of free time after this. <laughs> yeah, I really hope so. I mean, you have dedicated so much time to Rural Youth Europe over the past two years. And I think everyone was in agreement after the GA. It was a really constructive meeting talking about the future of Rural Youth Europe and where we go from here. The meeting ended with a standing ovation for you. What are your thoughts on the organisation moving forward? I think it's a really exciting time for the organisation. You know, the last couple of years have been really difficult for Rural Youth Europe, just like it has for many of our member organisations. And and for everyone on a personal level as well because of the pandemic and the changes we've seen. But as we mentioned yesterday, it's given us a chance to sort of go back to basics, go back to our roots and 
think about what we're doing and why we're doing it and what we're doing it for, who we're doing it for. So oh, I think that really came across yesterday that everyone's really focused on you know being a real youth network um, across Europe and bringing people together and exchanging best practice and making friends for life and discussing topics that are relevant for real young people. And after yesterday, you know, securing hosts for the next next year's rally in Austria, autumn seminar in Georgia. But we've lots to look forward to and lots to plan. And I think it's really exciting for the new board to come in and to look forward to all this and to have the support of the GA and know that they're all in agreement with, you know, moving forward and doing what we do best and bringing people together. So, And it is so exciting, isn't it, that we've already got the next two rally hosts already confirmed. Already in the episode, I've spoken to the Austrian team and the Estonian team talking about their plans for the future. This whole episode has been about the rally so for those people hoping to apply for austria 2023 or estonia 2024 what is brilliant about the rally what makes it so unique it is really hard to put into words i think uh, and we'd all forgotten a little bit maybe like it's been three years since we've been able to come together in person for a rally we were last together in england in 2019 there was no rally in 2020 and then we had an online event hosted by slovenia last year in 2021 and that was amazing a really really great online event but there's just such a buzz in bringing people together and when i look back on the history of really europe because well, as you know we celebrate 65 years this year um, I think there's only been the first three years of the organisation we didn't have a rally and then 2020 is the only year I believe in the records that we didn't have one. Um, so it's a key part of what we do and it's really exciting to know where we're going and who's hosting us and what the plans are for the next two years. Before we came here, I said to the rally team from Ulster, from Northern Ireland, you know, it's really hard for me to explain what this week is, but just go with an open mind, embrace whatever it is that you're doing, speak to people, step out of your comfort zone, and the more that you put in, the more you'll get out and you'll have one of the best weeks of your lives. And I remember them all looking at me thinking, mm, I'm just not really sure about this. And I was like, you won't be because we can't tell you exactly all about it. It's, it's hard to put into words, but once you come and experience it, you'll understand. And I was speaking to them earlier on and they're saying, yeah, yeah, like, I'm really glad I came. It's one of the best experiences, you know, I've ever had. And I'm really grateful to have come here and spent this week with lots of people and going home with lots of new friends and lots of new information and ways of thinking about the topic of sustainability as well. And um, yeah, I think it's really exciting. And I'd encourage anyone, if you get the opportunity, don't think twice about it, just say yes. Yeah, it is mad how the week just flies. It only feels like two seconds ago that we were wandering about around the building at the International Buffet being absolute idiots, eating and drinking as much as possible. <laughs> I mean, you've got to try out see everything at the International Buffet and you've just got to embrace it. You might not know exactly what it is, um, but it's worth it it's such a good experience and it came out in some of the feedback today and people were really grateful for the opportunity to try different things and to ask other people about their organizations about their local food and their local drinks and how that's produced and how is that sustainable and just to look at things that they see every day in a different way has been really good for them as well so yeah when it's so busy and there's so much on the week just flies by 
Um, that's so sad. It's the last night. Oh, I know. I mean, the main thing I've learned from this week is don't leave the podcast recordings until the last day because everyone's lost their voice. Oh, <laughs> Not ideal I for know. a podcast. I think uh, Rally Flu is definitely set in. It's still a thing, thankfully. COVID has not been a major thing this week. Um, of course, we've had tests and all of that, um, but it's been so good to be able to come together like we used to so many times over the past few years. I remember having discussions like, what would Rally look like? Like, you know, do we need to do tests every morning or are we going to ever be able to meet from all across our countries coming together to meet people from all across Europe and um, so it's amazing that actually we can come together and um, I think that's why it's been so good and why it's gone so quickly because everyone's just seized the opportunity to speak to people and to get stuck into whatever the session was um, and yeah of course our local hosts here have been absolutely fantastic like amazing if you need a tech team you yeah. need to get these guys a shot. Yeah, and I was just about to say that we, we've got the closing ceremony tonight and it's going to be a great celebration of the week because the prep team have been amazing all week. The prep team have been brilliant. It's been a brilliantly organised event and the participants have had just so many positive things to say about it. So good. Like just nothing is too much trouble. Um, you know, no matter what you need, even before you actually say what you need, they've just popped up beside you with that extension cable or <laughs> like I'm still in awe. <laughs> they've been amazing and that's been absolutely everything. You know, even with the International Buffet, they had, you know, napkins or whatever, plates to put your foot on. They had glasses for the drinks. Um just no matter what it is throughout the sessions, they've had absolutely everything there. And if it hasn't been right to hand, they've gone to got it, gone to get it without making you know, making an issue of it. It's been so good and so good to work with them. And will you be seeing the sunrise tonight? Well, I've heard it's tradition. <laughs> you <bad. laughs> I'm making a tradition. No, it is definitely a tradition to stay up and see the sunrise on the last night. I'm just slightly concerned I need to leave to get my train at quarter to six in the morning. <laughs> And uh, maybe the sun won't have risen by then. So that's my concern. Either way, I'll be seeing the sunrise. So you're going straight through to, to travelling tomorrow morning. I mean, yeah. Can't waste a second of the last night sleeping. <laughs> you do get FOMO when you go to bed. I have FOMO, yeah. I really admire anyone who can say, right, it's time for bed. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we should get ready for the closing ceremony. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Um, this is potentially your last feature on the podcast. You've been on several now. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thanks, Dan. You've been excellent. And definitely the podcast that you've produced over the past few years have been a highlight. So thank you very much. I'm sure you'll continue to do an excellent job and uh, I'll not be sad to not feature on your podcast. <laughs> well, enjoy your retirement. I will. So that's it for Rally 2022 in Germany. A massive thank you to all the participants, the incredible prep team and board members who, who all made this amazing week happen. The Rally will be back in 2023 in Austria and we will also be in Ireland for the Autumn Seminar later this year. Make sure you hit subscribe or follow to keep up to date with all of our podcast episodes and all things Rural Youth Europe, and keep an eye on our social media channels too. And to close today's episode, after the closing ceremony during our final night at the rally, I wandered around with the microphone to hear from lots of the participants. So let's give them the final word. Hi, my name is Jan. I'm the followed chairman of the German Young Farmers Club. We are a big family all around Europe. And we all come together and I'm proud that they all stay here in Nienburg in Lower Saxony, north of Germany. 
So the, this week there was a, a specific drink that we're all drinking. I've actually got a glass yeah. of it right now. Do you want to tell tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the specific drink was a potato love. It's a vodka made from potatoes. And it's really funny to create in my kitchen. And I've been here and uh, till give me one potato and laugh. And I say, oh, it's not. What is it? And she said, Jan, you should know it. Why? We create in your kitchen. I say, oh, yes, I remember. So and now everyone drinks it and says it's cool. And I think it's um, it's amazing that we can all come together here and uh, taste new things and learn new people. And yeah, I don't know. And what is your message to the prep team? Now we're at the end of the week to the prep team. Thank you very much. You rocked it. What was your highlight of the week? A uh, highlight. I had a really good uh, day with the host family. Brilliant family. Uh, it was great fun. And yeah, just getting to meet people from all over the world. Thank you very much. It has been a brilliant week. I have thoroughly enjoyed it and I hope to see them all again sometime soon. Yulia, our new board member, what do you love about Rally? To get to know people around whole Europe and to be close to them and to get to know their culture and new languages and just to make new friendships. I really enjoyed this weekend. I think I'm, uh, it's given me so many ideas to bring back to the local prep team of the Autumn Seminar, which is happening in November in Ireland. And we look forward to welcoming you. And the topic of the week is on LGBT inclusivity. So if that's of interest to you, please do check out more information. The call should be out in the next couple of weeks. So I'm Neris Lewis, I'm social secretary of Glen Young Farmers. And what made you want to come here this week? Basically, I thought, why not? It seemed like a hell of an opportunity to meet a lot of different people and experience something that I might never get the chance to experience. The people I've met, I've learned to dance disco fox. <laughs> um, I've met some great people. Uh, shout out to Hendrik. <laughs> Saying we're at the end of the week now, I wouldn't believe it because it feels like we've been here forever. <laughs> the lack of sleep, the late night shifts on the bar, the number of Welsh flags I've got with me and the people I've met. And don't forget the amount of Snapchat friends I've made. So if you haven't added me, it is Neza Lewis, N-E-Z-Z-A-L-E-W-I-S. I look forward to accepting you as a friend. Cluck, cluck. You get here, you look at the people and say, ah, oh, what are those people from? And after a few days, you hug everyone, you love everyone, you love to, to talk to everyone. It's, it's really, really nice and I enjoy it very much. Also tell me about the dragon. The dragon lost its way back to the room on Monday night. I just want to say they lost him. I didn't, lost, I didn't lose him personally, it wasn't me. Our team were a bit thick and didn't realise the prep team had him the whole time. And it was literally like, oh my god. And then we won him back today with our Welsh dance. Right. And then we had a picture with Hendrik and they lost him again because they just left him with Hendrik. They right. have no responsibility. I have no responsibility over the Drewi Drianbach, so uh, I wasn't going to worry too much about him but bless him he's safe and he's alive and he's in the case now I think. 
Okay, so what's your name? Shannon. How old are you? 27. Where are you from? Trillick, County Tyrone, Northern Ireland. What's your organisation? Young Farmers Club Foster. I, have you got a role? I am per currently County Chairperson and Vice President. How many years have you been a member? I've been a member for 12 years. Why did you come here this week? Because I heard it was an amazing week, so I wanted to see it for myself and see. What was your highlight of the week? Definitely taking the stage as ever. German beer or German sausage? Oh, well, um, probably sausage. <laughs> <laughs> what is your final words to the people of Europe listening to this podcast? It's been great. Um, so I really enjoyed staying at the homestays because we had a really good time playing games and then going around the farm. And then um, I also enjoyed um, having going around the pumpkin farm. Thanks to all everyone who's prepared the rally. Do you want to take it away? Well, I don't really play the recorder, I play the bagpipes, <laughs> but this is the closest thing we can get. Okay, okay, take it away. I mean, as you always say, every event has its own unique story. But probably uh, most memories, the first one uh, really in 2014 in Wales, because that was just the first experience. But then also uh, 15 uh, rally in Austria, which was just amazing, because I already know the culture, the drinking the food, and just the, the style of the event, so I could fully participate in that. And talking of rallies in Austria, as you know, we're going back there next year. Will you be making an appearance, do you think? Uh, I mean, I never say never, but I'm slightly getting old. No, but, uh, never. Yeah. Time will tell. Niall, Mr. Chairman, how do you feel now we're at the end of the rally week and you are now officially Rural Youth Europe Chairman? It's, it's been a long week, but a rewarding week. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, the... Rural youth of Lower Saxony have really put on a fantastic week. Couldn't have asked for much more than that. Um, we've got a year now of, well, we've got two years of rebuilding this organisation and we'll, we'll get the most out of it. Hopefully now we'll see, we'll see some, uh, we'll see something come out, come out of the next two years and we'll see where it goes. Rural Youth Europe is uh, on, on the up and up and We'll try our best to uh, support all the members. Thank you. You are listening to. You are listening to. You are listening to. Rural Voices. The Rural Youth Europe Podcast.